from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. It's always football season. GM Shuffle podcast, a must-listen for every football fan. Former NFL exec Michael Lombardi goes off uncensored on players, teams, and coaches every Monday and Thursday throughout the season. It's going to drop again later today. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings, wherever you get your podcasts. Happy opening day. Always excited for this day. Could live until I'm you know, 200 years old. I would always be excited for opening day. And we talked about some of the slate earlier on in the first hour of the show. A lot of enticing matchups on the board today, Paulie, including the Phillies and the Rangers in an uh, interleague matchup here. And it's going to be Aaron Nola for the Phillies against uh, the big pickup for Texas in the offseason, that being Jacob DeGrom, who is like the shortest shot to win the American League Cy Young this year. Uh, a lot of people uh, also high on the Rangers this year to go over their win total and to be a potential playoff team in the American League. I said this yesterday. I believe that uh, in the American League, you can make a case for a lot of teams to be good this year. And you're going to get some juicy prices when it's all said and done on teams to miss the playoffs, which means some good plus money on teams to make the playoffs. Um, and their lineup in theory, is going to be really good. I mean, at the very top, it's Marcus Simeon, who flopped last year, and Corey Seager. Uh, I expect that one-two combo to be better than in year one by a mile. And uh, Lowe is good, batting in a three-hole. Garcia can rake. Um, Some young guys in the middle and near the bottom. But overall, your thoughts on the Rangers this year, and then the Phillies, who... Adam Burke, who did a great job writing the V-SIN Pro Baseball Betting Guide. He came in our show on Monday... He made a case for the Phillies to uh, potentially, potentially here, be sellers at the deadline with a guy like Aaron Nola. Their win total's 88 and a half. Yeah, you think it's too high? Okay. Well, you got, and I know Vaskersian gave out Trey Turner, MVP. Uh, that's a big acquisition. You get all this time out with Harper, but the big news, you lost Hoskins. And you also lost Gibson, Thor, 
uh, Robertson as well. And it's a tough call about what to do with the win total. Uh, I still think they can, they can make the playoffs. The Rangers are intriguing. I love the rotation. But it's a big if with DeGrom. 26 starts the last two years. And the Mets and Cohen said, I'm not, you're always hurt. I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. Then you go, Evolve. if Perez is your number three, how good was that guy last year? His numbers were ridiculous on a bad team. And then you go, if Haney's your five, you go gray. DeGrom, Evaldi, Perez, gray, Haney. And well, they, should, they should be, right? They should be able to hit too. So if healthy, yeah. it's, it's pretty good. I, I have to admit, yes, you're absolutely onto something there. Not bad, right? Philly's uh, also bringing Walker as well to help out the, with the rotation. That's a tough call. But then again, I think it seems about right to me with the win total. Other than food for thought, Texas is 9-1 and one last 10 against the Phillies. Okay. Do with that the, what you want. But it's come down to his health. I know we'll talk about the Angels too. But, but that's all to me. It all comes down to Trout. Can he stay healthy? And with DeGrom, if you ever, if you want any chance of making the playoffs, uh, he's got not, you know, you can't just have two, three stints on, on the IL with what he's right, had. It, right. And I'll ask you this too, regarding the Phillies, because Steve Mackinnon did a great job here at the network. All of his numbers and rankings are up right now on the website, which is VSIN.com, VSIN.com. He power rated the best staffs, best rotations, and the best bullpens in all of baseball. Per his numbers, Philadelphia comes in right in the middle of the pack, 16th overall. But remember, that's been an issue for this team now going back a couple of years here and already with a couple of injuries. You know about the Harper thing. The Hoskin thing certainly is going to hurt. At the top, they'll be fine because Turner is so good, followed by Schwarber. But I definitely have my concerns beyond like the top two guys. Walker's fine, but and there's not a lot of depth at at AAA when it comes to us starting pitching. I think 80 and a half is a, a big, big number to go over this year for the Phillies. And maybe they just uh, were fortunate and got hot at the right time last year and making the, the World Series run. That also could be a yeah. could be, come back and say, okay, well, a bit of a fluke then oh, what happened okay. in the playoffs. Come playoff time, I mean, truly anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Blue Jays at the Cardinals, two teams with high expectations again this year, rightfully so. Today, it's uh, Manoa versus uh, Mikolas. And, you know, again, what's not to like with this Blue Jays lineup? They are very strong. They lost Hernandez, who went over to Seattle. But some of the guys they brought in, Brandon Belt will hit in the middle of the lineup. Uh, Kirk, very good at catcher a season ago. They brought in Dalton Varsho, who I like a lot this year. And when you have Matt Chat, if that guy could ever hit for any decent average whatsoever, I know that that's um, probably a little unrealistic because he's such a good third baseman overall. But if he could ever give you anything at all with his bat, to go along with Whit Merrifield... At the bottom of the order, Blue Jays are going to rake it again this year. They're going to crush it. I love the acquisition of Bassett. Good. Yep. And can, what can they get out of uh, Brios for the entire season? I don't know. Good question. If he could ever live up to those expectations from four or five years ago, he could. he's like a second ace on the team. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big move. I like that. And you know what I think of the Cardinals organization. I mean, I like their lineup. Uh, see, Walker's supposed to be a stud. You get it. You bring in Contreras as well. Well, look at that. You're going to go O'Neill, Goldschmidt, Arenado, Contreras, mm-hmm. and they'll probably bat Walker seventh too. So I guess concerns about the pitching and staying healthy as well. But you just saw how potent they were offensively last year, and you just, you know, you, you, every year you look up and oh, they're the Cardinals again, making how many games they won and making the playoffs. 
what they did last year. You so know, you know how you can bet on the straight I, forecast I, for I, these divisions? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good thought. I can't. I can't believe they're only a dollar twenty in some spots to win the division. But I would go. Yes, I would go. St. Louis, Milwaukee, Cubs, and oh, well, you want to get creative? How about you go St. Louis one, Cubs two? You're that down on the Brewers? Well, I'm saying, like, for juicier odds, and if the Cubs go over their win total, which a lot of people expect, yeah, and plenty of people have made the case for the Brewers to actually, well, the, the thing that happened with Burns was just absurd. Come on, you got, you're going to have to pay a guy like this. So they're, they're no more uh, um, Josh Hader, the back end of the bullpen. Williams is going to be fine. But uh, the offense, I don't think, is going to be the same as it was last year. They lost some key cogs. And again, when you're going to be, I don't know, are they banking on Yelich to maybe be the best guy in the lineup? Yeah, I can see Ooh, it right. boy. Well, what if I get, what if St. Louis gets the Montgomery that was so awesome last year at the end when they acquired him? Yeah. I mean, the numbers that guy put up at the end of the year? Every start was seven innings, one run. Well, they'll be a force. And now remember this. They blew that 2 nothing lead against the Phillies in, the in game one of their yeah. series. First time it's happened. Right. I remember tweeting about that. It was they were automatic when they led by two runs that late in the playoffs, and they blew it for the first time in many, many years. If they didn't blow that game and they win that series, the landscape of the what happens in the National League last year is completely different. And they win that, and then who knows yep. what happens? Yep, yep. How about my Mets? Now, if I lose Bassett, but I they they signed Senga, so when healthy, how sick is this rotation? Verlander, Scherzer, Senga. Uh, Quintana's hurt. He'll be out to the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. But that that's a filthy rotation with the Mets. Can you overcome the loss of Diaz? Uh, and, and Everything went right for him, though, last year until September. Yeah. That's the other. They won 101 games. But I, I think this does his total. Now, Adam Burke said it's too much of an adjustment since the news with Diaz. But are, are they going to win 93, 94 games again? I think that's too high well, with, that's... With, their, with their total. Now it's sitting at 91 and a half, but where right. it was at. But, yeah, don't you agree with that, though? I, I get it. Diaz was awesome. Too much of an adjustment. Oh, they moved like four, yeah. four games. Yeah. I'm, to- I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Too much. What do you think of the number today? They're $1.25. 90% of the bets are on the Mets uh, against Sandy? I think I might have to come back with uh, Alcantara today. You believe that? Wow. I know the Marlins are going to lose a lot of games, but sure is $1.15 on the road. I'll, get, I'll give you Alcantara's numbers against the Mets. Last year, four starts, 27 innings, a 3.33 ERA, and a 3.56 FIP. Really solid for Alcantara. Career, 14 appearances, 94 innings, sub-3 ERA against the Mets, and a 1.05 yep. whip. The guy's been awesome. Yep. 90% of the uh, the money, excuse me, on the Mets, not the bets. Um, and then the Astros, right? Yeah, here you go. This, this is, is the team I was ball. talking about. Yep. Very, White Sox, for years, have been really, really good against lefties. Well, they're getting one of the best lefties in baseball today. And this incredible streak, they've won 10 in a row uh, on opening day with Houston. And Cease, horrible numbers against the Astros. Yeah. Horrible. Not Owen, great at all. ERA a seven and change. It's been bad. Uh, but their, their total sky high, though, too. You don't have Altuve, but I love the, I'm with you. I love the acquisition of Abreu. And uh, again, they just they, they, they find a way to win 95 games every year and then beat the Yankees. In the postseason, dollar seventy-five to win the division. Seattle plus three twenty. So, what's the play today with the Astros laying a dollar sixty? I would. I'd like the Astros because uh, of the issues that they've had and all the trouble that Cease has had against them as well. Uh, and I, I, I am high on the White Sox though. Everything went wrong last year, and they won eighty-one games. Oh, they're going to be. They're, they're priced at eighty-two. 
Yeah. And everything went wrong, and you get yeah. rid of La Russa? I love the rotation. It's, Giolito's the three? Uh, Clevenger's your five? It's like we're forgetting about... Kopech is back? Yes. That's a nice rotation. I, that win total is way too low. I totally agree. In that yep. division? Yeah. Yep. So, my my when you first look at the opening numbers, I'm like, Cease is catching that big of a number against a, a lefty today? I'm like, okay, I'll be on the White Sox. Then you d- dive in and say he has been mauled against Houston? Yes. That uh, that kind of backed me off a little bit here. Again, the, almost an ADRA, like you said. The K rate's 27%, which is low for him. The whip is 1.6. He does have a tendency to walk the ballpark, which comes back absolutely. to really haunt that guy. Yep, absolutely. Um, but Valdez yep. in his career against the White Sox, five starts, a 4.32 FIP, and a 1.31 whip. So he, again, they get to lefties, and they have gotten to him a little bit anyway over the years. That number, $1.55, $1.60 range today. The Mets were fifth in runs last year. I, I don't I don't see that happening again. Oh, you don't? With the, with the offense, no. no but the playoff team, but again, 94 wins, I can't, right. I can't do that. More ba- uh, baseball up next. He faced them four times last year. He was pretty good. An ERA of 1.09, and he was actually better at their place. We'll tell you who coming up. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. Still to come uh, in this hour. Well, you know what? In 15 minutes, we will give you the results of the latest NBA MVP straw poll, which is out today. Ian Eagle on the program. We'll talk some co- college basketball and Final Four with him. And Paulie here, more Major League Baseball. Uh, my guy goes today. Yep. Shohei Otani is on the mound for the Angels as they play the A's. It is sad. It is, uh, quite frankly, pathetic what continues to go on in Oakland. I think that you could probably take this lineup 
and make side bets or bar bets with friends and just rattle off names and ask who they are, and people would have no idea they play for the Oakland A's. That's what the lineup looks like every single year. This year, they might have some recognizable guys on the list, but not many. Otani against the A's in 2022, and he is a big favorite today, rightfully so. He made four starts. This is why win-loss records are meaningless. He was 2-2 two and two on, in those starts with a 1.09 ERA. 10-plus Ks per nine, and this game today is uh, at the Coliseum in the East Bay, Last year, his ERA was 0.82 in two starts at the Coliseum. So the A's are projected to lose 100 games, and it makes a lot of sense. Yep. And uh, there's basically nothing to get excited about other than uh, the kid who's going to be bot- uh, hitting bo- at the bottom of the lineup, this Ruiz, who they brought in from the pod race. He's like 8-1 to one to lead the league in stolen bases. If you look at his track record in the minors, it's like Ricky Henderson all over again. He flies around the bases. So maybe if you took a flyer on him or you were this guy, you know, on a day by day basis to maybe have a stolen base would be an angle here for the ace. Couple props at DraftKings, as you, you said hundred losses and, and this could be the worst team in baseball. How many teams will lose a hundred games? Two and a half over one seventy. How many teams will win a hundred games? Two and a half over plus one fifty five. Uh you know the troubling news some Angel fans are excited, but then you saw the news about, are they really going to pay Otani all this money when they're not even sending the radio guys on 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 the road to go to the games? They'll be calling road games in the stadium. I know people that turn people off with ownership, but it comes down to Trout. Since 2021, he's played 155 out of a possible 324 games. Yeah. Now, you get Anderson with the help of the rotation, and with, with Sandoval... And Otani, pretty good rotation and should be able to hit. But it all comes down to health, though, too. I mean, right, the Trout, the trout can't, it can't keep happening with Trout. So, can they make the playoffs? I don't know. But the other question is, is Otani even on the team the whole year yeah. with what they're doing with ownership and how and how uh, Moreno's doing? I mean, come on. You're not even sending the broadcasters on the road? I can't believe that. If I put the number on games played by Mike Trout at 125, what would you do with that? Oh, under. You would you, no no hesitation. Yeah. You go yeah. Okay. Does he play more than a hundred games? Well, fingers crossed with that one. But right, yeah. I, I would hope so. I mean, if, if if you told me the guy's going to play a hundred and fifty games this year, I would tell you that he can win the MVP. And by the way, he might be in the mix to have the most home runs as well. I mean, he's just he's that good of a player. But that's been the the problem forever. Now, yep. that's not the only guy. Like, how many games will Anthony Rendon play? Sure. And that, this has been, I don't know what is wrong with the Angels when they bring in these free agents. They never pan out. Something happens when they go to Anaheim. The Pujols deal. Josh Hamilton. Rendon was yeah. turning into one of the best players in baseball in Washington. And he can't play games. They're plus 155 to make the playoffs. Win total 82 and a half. Wow. It's been a long time. That's talked a about lot play- of respect. Uh, Talked about playoff droughts earlier. Yeah. It's been a long Nine time years. here. Nine years. Yeah. I know. They're $1.20 on the run line today. Do you trust Otani to go out there day one and just shut him down? A lot of pitches thrown. A lot of high leverage pitches thrown in the uh, World Baseball Classic. You know, everyone will bet him today, too. Well, these, they're going to be just on. Like, just like the Braves. And yeah. see, see what this could be. This could be Major League with the ace. I mean, who the hell are these guys, right? The lineup. And you're right. It's an absolute embarrassment. What's happened? 
I mean, the, the playoff runs that they've had and what being a d- small payroll still making the playoffs yep. and, and now what's transpired. Okay, so this is a really good matchup on paper. In the National League West, the Diamondbacks are at the Dodgers today. It's Zach, what, a, what a matchup here, huh? Zach Gallen versus Julio Urias. Mm-hmm. Gallen versus the Dodgers last year, only two starts, but 14 innings, 0.64 with the ERA. The FIP was 1.18. 37% K rate in nine career games against the Dodgers. So going back against this juggernaut, this machine on offense over the years, Zach Gallen has uh, been in nine games. His ERA, 2.3, FIP 2.49, K rate 30%. This guy, tra- he, he can pitch against anybody in baseball, and he is uh, a nice plus number today. The problem is Urias against the Diamondbacks also has been super effective, 11 career games a 1.38 ERA and a sub-0.8 whip. I am concerned about the Dodgers lineup. You have to be. Yes. And you lose Turner, and it's not just this all-star lineup that we've seen in the last few years. And I bet the under, and I thought humans made a great point on Tuesday's show, that yes, it's risky business because they won 111 games last year, but they went 18-0 and against the Reds, Cubs, and Angels. They went 54-22 and in the division. But now there's no way the Padres should be intimidated and worry because the Padres upset them in the playoffs. And the Padres have a better team, on paper at least. So also, when you look at the how great's the rotation, especially at the back end, can, can uh, May stay healthy? Question mark. Sure, at, at the back end of the rotation. So certainly issues, it seems every year we're talking about the question marks about the bullpen with the Dodgers. So I think the win total is too high, and I'm concerned about the lineup, and I bet the, the Dodgers under and everything that Matt said about you know what they did against uh, – they went 14-5 and against the Padres, the great division record, and somehow won every game against the Reds, Cubs, and Angels. I don't think that'll happen again. I mean, no more Trey Turner. Yep. No more Justin Turner. Luck's out for the year. Tyler yep. Anderson has moved on. Yep. Tony Gonsolin is hurt. And Anderson had a good year. He did. Now, here's the... Gonsolin hurt, yes. The part The part that I found, I was surprised by this. Again, vcin.com. You can go there. I would bookmark these two links. Steve Mackinnon has uh, his power ratings for bullpens and for rotations. He has the Dodgers ranked number one in both categories. The number one power rated rotation and the number one power rated bullpen. The Dodgers. I was surprised to see that about their rotation. Um, again, Clayton Kershaw, one of my favorite pitchers of all time. He was really good again last year. What's he going to... I don't know. I know. He's 35 years old. You don't know. Is this going to continue? I thought I saw fan graphs had him in the, in, to win 80, 88 games. There are some projections that have yeah. him right around there. Right, yeah. that, that seems about right to me with those projections. Yeah. How about the Padres? Now, once you get uh, 20, get 20-some games, you get Tatis back. I mean, this is an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Bo, you signed Bogarts. You also brought in Carpenter. You got Waka and Martinez at the back end of the rotation. That could go either way, I guess. But uh, this lineup is ridiculous. Oh, it's what awesome. the Padres are going to have when you get Tatis in there. So can Snell ever get like his road troubles figured out? The, the difference here between when this guy's pitching at home, which is where he's at today, and they're bigger than a $2 favorite against the Rockies. Remember those numbers on the, yeah. the home road splits? Mm-hmm. It was nine day. You, yeah. you wanted nothing to do with the guy. You wanted to fade him on the road. You wanted to back him at home. And so today, I mean, I, I would actually say this about the Padres. It's a disappointing year if they don't win their division. I agree. And that's with the Dodgers in it. Yep, I agree. So, yep. uh, great matchup tonight with the Guardians and the Mariners. Sure is. 
two Cy Young candidates in the American League if they could stay healthy. Bieber takes on Castillo. Now, a, a guy who I actually wanted to bet to win the American League Cy Young this year, and then his number opened up at 40-1, to 1, was uh, Tristan McKenzie. Now he's hurt. That hurt right away, and that yeah. is not good when you hear the reports coming out with the arm. So uh, he was going to be number two in the rotation behind Bieber. That stings, and there's a lot to like about the Mariners, but now how do they do it with expectations this year? Yeah, I like the acquisition of Hernandez. Uh, and, and remember, they were uh, uh, under 500 till they when they took off and had that long winning streak. So certainly you'll have to love the rotation and uh, see if you're right with the expectations. Can they do it again? And uh, I will say the same thing about Cleveland. Can they do it again? The pitching was ridiculous no, that's in how they did kind that. of their M.O., you know? And yeah. what they did in the playoffs. I mean, those playoffs, just throwing anybody, everyone out there and even going to the bullpen where they played that epic game against, uh, who was it, Tampa or whatever it was with that long game. So first five under, way to go with Bieber. It's been the way to go for a couple of years uh, in these games. Yeah. I will say, to me, there's a lot to like about their overall rotation. You brought it up there briefly. They have Castillo, Ray, Gilbert, yep. Gonzalez, and then watch out for George Kirby as the five. I know people are super high on him this year, and he's a, he was a really good prospect coming up last year. I would agree with that. And their bullpen, Mackinnon has them ranked number five overall. This Munez kid, who's not the closer right now, he could take over at some point, but he's going to be the setup guy. Completely lights out. Almost untouchable. So... On paper, again, this team can be really, really good again this year. But they didn't have, again, I'm, I'm a little worried about that. When a team has zero expectations and they fly through those in one year, how do they manage that the following year mm-hmm. when it's now lumped on, on them? Up next, the NBA, the latest NBA MVP straw poll is out. This has a big influence in the betting market. Who's at the top? How close is it? We'll tell you coming up next. This is Follow the Money on v Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season, 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, advice, data, strategy, only $19. You also have the Masters betting guide, which will be out. They'll break down every golfer in the field, matchups, future bets. Become a v Pro subscriber today, only $19. v slash subscribe. All right, so Tim Bontemps does a great job covering the NBA, and he does this throughout the entire year with the uh, NBA MVP straw poll, and this does have have an influence, and it has in the past, with the betting market. Now, I'll tell you, if you don't know what this is, this is how he defines it. To gauge where the MVP race stands with less than two weeks remaining in the regular season, ESPN asked 100 media members to participate in an informal poll that mimics the NBA's postseason award voting process to make the balloting as realistic as possible. There were at least two voters from each of the league's 28 markets, along with a, cra- a cross section of national and international reporters, 10 points for a first place vote, seven for second, five for third, three for fourth and one point for fifth. So again, the season concludes, what is it next Sunday? April yep. 9th, I believe, is that date? Correct. Okay, so here you go. Yeah. And uh, for those of you who are not watching the show, we'll run down these results. MB is taken over. But look at how close it is. He is number one with 790 total points. The Joker is number two 
with 788 total points. Joker has more first place votes by two, but Embiid has more second place votes by six. I mean, it is razor thin at the top with Giannis Antetokounmpo coming in at number three, 612 total points, 18 first place votes for Giannis. And if he plays in nearly every game, I think Giannis can maybe steal this award. Yeah. All right. Doris Burke got me. When I went with her comments about a big surprise, it's just, I thought maybe that meant freak to uh, move ahead. But you're right how close it is. 19 people had Joker third. Wow. But what Bontemp said earlier in the week, and we played uh, his comments about Vegas doesn't know what the people are going to bet on. Well, the perfect example also was a couple of years ago with Tibbs. I mean, it, Tibbs it wasn't Vegas because they don't offer this stuff for the most part. Right. One book has it and they take it down. You could have grabbed Tibbs 25 to 1 late in the year when he won coach of the year and the Knicks made the play because nobody thought the Knicks were going to make the playoffs. Right. You know, we're like, well, how can this guy be 20, 25 to 1 when not only are they in there, they're going to be in a damn 4 5 game? And then he won. So people cash big tickets there to Bond Tepp's point about Vegas doesn't know and the odds makers don't know. So with only a couple games left, everything's important. I thought it was a bad move. It hurt, you know, tough for the fans. That he didn't play against the Joker in Denver, but uh, it, it's going to be a great race, and I'm I'm with you. You can also, even though there's only a couple games left, you can't dismiss Giannis and can't. Rule, rule him out. And they, they take on Boston tonight. Let me give you a couple of observations. Uh, they also play Philly next week too. Sorry, Bucks yeah, yeah, and, yep. yeah. A couple of tweets here from uh, at guy in the cornfields. He tweets out, the most interesting data from the poll is that Shea Gilgis-Alexander had 23 fifth-place votes and Laurie Markkinen got zero. Oh. File that away for most improved uh. because Markkinen has been 5 or $6 as a favorite or higher for weeks now. And Chris Belm chimed in. You by agree saying, with that, huh? Oh, th- okay. this, this is a good angle yeah. here. Chris said, that's a good angle on the MVP votes with most improved player. Similar to Ja Morant last year. It's not most improved. It's who was the best of the next tier that could not win the MVP. And Ja was in that discussion to actually, like he was getting huh. votes last year. And some of the other guys for most improved, uh, like his own teammate, Desmond Bain and others, Ja actually won the award. Wow, not bad. And then Alexander doesn't play the other night against... Charlotte and they lose the game and they didn't play last night and they almost lost to Detroit. Oh, they were losing that one they won by a point. So yeah. that shows how important he is and what he means to that team. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, that's it's completely oh boy. Good luck. Yep. Good luck with your bets. All right. NIT tonight. What do you think? Round four, North Texas and UAB. I like the Blazers. They just played in the semis of the Conference USA tournament, uh-huh. and UAB routed North Texas. They had no answer for Walker. Walker was fantastic. North Texas won the two meetings in the regular season, though. And Walker, I believe, played in one of the games. But right down the road... What do you want to do Orleans, with the total? UAB, oh, boy, I know. Who's going to dictate tempo? I, that's North probably, Texas? Are they uh, not dead last in pace in the country? I believe that they are. And that's why that total, one of the reasons why the total against Wisconsin was in the 115 range. Yeah. They the, are, the, yeah. Okay. They, they average 59 possessions per game. 
In fact, the team above them, Charlotte, averages 1.2 possessions more than North Texas per game. I mean, it's, it's, it's snail's pace. 76-69 Blazers last meeting. Walker had 32. 82-79 North Texas, February 9th. 63-52 North Texas, January 21st. Okay, so one of those games was actually yeah. under 128. The other two flew over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you like the Blazers minus the two, you said? Yes. Okay. They they beat Utah Valley in the semis, and Walker was, what, 5 of 23 Did not play in that well. game? Yep. Right, and they still got the win, but didn't cover. So I think UAB will uh, get it done tonight and win the NIT in a good game. How about hockey? Good. We have a $5 favorite. The Bruins are at home against Columbus. The Mickey Mantles. Maybe they went out last night in Boston. Columbus likes to get after it. Oh, they were down 3 nothing in their game against the Rangers oh, before God, you could blink the other bad. day. Yeah. It's 119 points against 53 points. Oh, Jesus. And Boston opens up their highest 480-490 right now in this game tonight, and they're coming off the loss against Nashville. But the big one is out here. The big one's in the Pacific Division. Yep. And for your future ticket, can Edmonton now win this division? They are 0-2 this year against the Kings. Edmonton at home, our guy Dennis Bernstein at the game. Not at the Doubletree, though, in Edmonton. He's at the Marriott. Step up. Good okay. for him. Yeah. So, uh... Dollar sixty with the oh, Oilers against boy. the Kings. Monster game, and Vegas is in San Jose. So everything flipped with that big win. Vegas went to Edmonton and won in a overtime shootout, whatever it was. And then Edmonton came here on a back-to-back and beat the Knights and scored seven goals. I think that was the first loss this year when Vegas scored at least four goals. They got beat. So now they went from like $9 to $3 to win the Pacific. And this is enormous, and it's a, just a huge game because the Kings are right behind Vegas, too, to win the division. And Edmonton has a big edge as far as the schedule, how it plays out, which isn't the be-all, end-all. But when you look at the schedule, it points to Edmonton, but they are three points back of Vegas, and Vegas has a game in hand. I Vegas have, is, has two points up on Los Angeles with eight games left. I might have to get involved with this game and go on the Kings. as a mini hedge on my uh, ticket. On the, uh, we'll see. But I will give you this. With a total at seven... Yeah. which is where their games are now priced at. And Edmonton goal in the first 10 and first period over has been on a sick run. Tell, tell me, Paulie, how many games this month in March do you think uh, the Oilers have been involved in the game with fewer than seven goals? Oh, wow. In all of March? Yeah, all of March. A lot of games there. Three. Exactly right. Oh. Three games in March. Oh, my God. And it looks like uh, three games in February had below had fewer than seven goals. So this has just been... Are you kidding? And some of their first period scores are... Yeah. Well, that's definitely going to be... At most books, that first period is going to be a two tonight, for sure. Well, you were concerned about the schedule, and they, they navigated and survived it. They've won yeah. nine of 11. You know, they went to Boston and won. They yeah. went to Buffalo and won. They split with Winnipeg. They did get uh, bounced by Toronto. Well, but, again, be... but look how it look how it ends for them. Anaheim, twice. San Jose, twice. They go to L.A. and they also go to Colorado. It's the second to last game of the year. Who knows how Colorado treats it? Well, they would be, but, Paul, I, I would be extremely confident in that bet on the division for the uh, Oilers to win it if they actually would have taken care of business against the Knights over the weekend. Yeah. It'd be a totally different story. Right. But you still, the markets disrespect the Kings and all they do is win. I, that's It's a really you know? big number tonight right. on, the, on the Oilers. And, it uh, is. Vegas has got to beat San Jose. I know San Jose upset Winnipeg the other night, but Vegas is one eight of ten. 
you got to win this division. And uh, if you're going to, you, you have a tough schedule, but you got to win games like this tonight. Look at this. At William Hill right now, the first period total in the Oilers-Kings is two. Over is even money. Usually when they price them at yeah. two, you're going to get at least some decent plus money on the over. Said even money in the first period? That's what we're talking about here. A lot of these games are, they go over in the first few minutes of the... That's, that is wild. But I and, guess... And, how, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, how else, how else do you book it right now? Yep. Right, DraftKings over one and a half is minus 190. What do you have on Montreal? Montreal's playing Florida. Montreal's on a 13-1 and overrun first period. That is under the radar. That's quiet. But that, that's got to be a two with I mean, the six uh, and a half for the game. I mean, if you can find a one and a half, you, you want to lay the 180 or 190, okay. Uh, yeah, but, it's minus 175. Okay. Yeah. On the one and a half. But a sick first period overrun for Montreal. No, we'll talk some college basketball and Final Four up next. Ian Eagle, maybe. He's in the debate for sure. Best play-by-play guy in the entire country. He'll join the program. He takes over, by the way, for Nance next year at the Final Four. Where would Florida Atlantic rank all time if they win the national title? We'll ask him that coming up next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on v Great house specials and menu up for baseball and opening day. How many home runs will we have today? Also, will the two New York teams and the Angels and Dodgers win? It's all up there at Bet Rivers. You can also win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their squares. Place a qualifying bet, get a bonus square. If your numbers match, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversquares.com. Here we go. College basketball and the Final Four, Paulie. You know, a year from now, our next guest is going to be taking over and calling the Final Four. How cool is that? Beautiful. Ian Eagle joins the program now. He will be taking over for Jim Nance, who's been doing it for a long, long time. And Nance has been great at it. But uh, a year from now, Ian, do you think you're going to be getting sleep the night before the Final Four? <laughs> I don't know. I had thought about that. I, I was uh, falling asleep last night after Nets Rockets and thinking, all right, 
a year from now, what what's the deal? Do I do I just go to Glendale, Arizona, and just spend the entire week there? Do I follow the same routine? These are legitimate questions that I cannot answer today, mm-hmm. Mitch and Pauly. Yeah, because well, how many games on average, like across all, are you calling like across the country on a, uh, a weekly basis with the Nets, obviously, and everything else that you do? Yeah, I'm in that four to five games a week between NBA local, NBA national, and then college basketball. So when the tournament hits, you put the NBA off to the side basically for two weeks, unless I can squeeze one in in between the first and second week. And then you just start juggling from from site to site. If indeed next year there's a game that could be done in between the regional round and and the final four, I I still may do it. Mm. I, I still like doing games. I mean, that's sure. a big part of it is I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy going to the arena. I enjoy the prep. I enjoy the actual game itself. That's, that's part of the, the whole passion for, for doing this in the first place. Absolutely. Uh, good for you. And uh, what a thrill it must be. Uh, and Nance said it's your time that you're taking over. You've also been in the zone for like five years. I mean, a couple of years ago, you got you the first ever triple spillage of your career, what happened? There was a double wedgie, and I'll tell you, you're popular. Yeah. If if you drop another boom goes the dynamite next year at the final four, there's no telling the popularity of, of I and Eagle. Yeah, no, that, that's all I need. Just quote Nelly at the final four, and then everything changes. <laughs> Worlds collide. If I, can, if I can get a Cisco song on the air. Then uh, we know it's, it's, it's complete pandemonium. Yes, yes. How do you how do you feel about this Final Four? And do you think this could I, be how it how we with with NIL, the transfer portal, and everyone on television? Is this maybe what we, we see on a regular basis where one seeds don't make it? Yeah, I like it. Uh, I know that there's the traditional point of view. You got to have the big names. That's the only way to to drive people to the event. I think we're entering a, a new chapter in college basketball. The parody that we've talked about in the past, because that word has come up. It's not as if this is a new word in college basketball. Mm-hmm. I just think it's here to stay. I think the the separation is minimal. And then the other part is just the eye test. If you knew nothing, if you didn't know who was who, what team was representing what conference, and you just watched FAU against Tennessee or FAU against Kansas State. You wouldn't know who's coming from the major yes, conference, bingo. who's coming from Conference USA. I test it. You say, oh, wow, those guys look like a really connected, chemistry-filled group. That would be FAU, and they're in the Final Four. There's a reason why they've gone 35-3. and three. This is a legit team. This is not a fluke. This is not one of those, well, you know, they're going to get there, and, and the lights are too big. They belong there, and they're playing a San Diego State team that I saw firsthand last weekend in Louisville. They play just stifling defense. So now you're talking about a team that can score 78 points per game, FAU, and a team that can stop you like maybe no other team in the country, top three in defensive efficiency. I think it's a really fun matchup. One of those two teams is going to play for a national championship. Yeah, yeah. and and there's at least a decent chance, and I, this is what I'm hoping for, that we have to either call San Diego State or Florida Atlantic defending champs going into the year next year. That, to me, would just blow my mind. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's so funny when you allow your mind to go there. Like, the what ifs. Mm-hmm. What if this team were to win? 
And it's then very funny how the narrative fits a year later. You look back and you say, uh, this wasn't that big of a shock. If you really break it down, the team, uh, they grew up together. There's going to be so many stories behind the scenes as to how they got to that plateau that it begins to dull those feelings that you had the year before of, wait, who are these guys? Where'd they come from? That's the great part about the tournament. There are names that you really knew nothing about, and now you're talking about them as if you're an expert. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Vlad- Vladislav uh, Golden. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I've been on that for, uh, for five years. I was cracking him coming out of Russia. Like, no, I didn't know anything about this dude. And then you see him on television in the first couple of rows. You're like, man, he, he's a monster. Yeah. Do you expect, expect low-scoring games Saturday – and is, is that real with the bad shooting background, with the cavernous backgrounds in the tough backgrounds in the arena? And also, if there, is there something to it with the slick basketballs and too much air? Yeah, I, there might be something to it. Just talking to people around the tournament through the first uh, couple of weekends, I do think there there is some connection there that whether it's gotten inside players' heads or it's been talked about so much, so it it has become a factor for them mentally. I'm not sure, but the shooting numbers are down through the first weekend of the tournament. It was the worst three-point shooting numbers in tournament history. As far yeah. as uh, what you're alluding to and uh, going to these cavernous stadiums, mm-hmm. it is different. And you know, it's weird. This is you know an inside baseball thing. But from a broadcast standpoint, I remember I did the world feed for Butler and Duke. So that was the first Final Four that I had ever called in any capacity. And we get in there, it was in Indianapolis at the Colts Stadium. It was called something different back then. And we sit down, I was working with Pete Gillen, and we sit down to do the game, and I realize, oh, whoa, the, the floor is above me. It's not, not me looking down on the floor like I do for every other basketball game throughout the year. You're looking up at the floor, and your perspective is different. And for the players, obviously, the shooting background is different. The fans are away from you. They're yeah. not on top of you. And it, it is a, a bit of an adjustment period of getting used to your surroundings. I can see how some guys could have a moment there where it just doesn't feel right. Guys that are great shooters that are used to a certain vibe and a certain routine and how they do it. Uh, there, there definitely is a moment where you got to kind of take a step back and realize, all right, this is going to be different, accept it, and just embrace it. Very good perspective there. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Ian Eagle, tremendous play-by-play guy. He'll be on the Final Four next year. He's been calling the tournament uh, up to this point. You and Sparnarkel, your sense of humor, too, the way it comes across in the broadcast, to me, it's just it's perfect. And your chemistry with uh, Jim Sparnarkel is also like A+. You, you can't fake chemistry. Like, that's tough to find. No. Going back, like, in your early years of calling games, and I'm not asking you to name names here, but did you ever work with an analyst where it's like, oh, boy, this guy's a drip, and uh, the chemistry wasn't there, <laughs> and you, you knew going in the broadcast was going to be pulling teeth? Yes. Uh, to answer your question, yes, oh, he- it has happened. I've had 146 different analysts. I just looked at the list because I hadn't added Jay Wright. Years ago, I went to lunch. I think it was my second year doing the Nets. I went to lunch in Milwaukee with Bill Raftery, and he and I sit down, and we're talking about a bunch of stuff. And I just said to him, I was like, Bill, how many different broadcast partners have you had? He goes, that's a good question, Bird. 
and he starts on a napkin jotting down names. And now he wants me to help him. Well, who else would I have worked with? No, no. The question was for you, not for me. So we got to about 50 different names, and then we just gave up. And he threw the napkin away. That was the end of it. But it struck me in the moment that I should probably keep a list if I start doing a bunch of different stuff. So this was 1996, and I just started keeping a list. So Jay Wright, I did a game with him and Raf during the regular season, Kansas and TCU. Big win for TCU, by the way. That was uh, Jamie Dixon going into Lawrence and getting a W. And I have worked with a bunch of different people. And to answer your question, yes, there have been either one broadcast or seasons where uh, I knew that it was just going to be a different vibe. And that's fine. It's your job as a play-by-play announcer to adjust. But look, just like you guys, if you're friends, if you have a legitimate relationship, if it's organic, then the stuff that happens on the air for you doesn't seem like it's anything out of the ordinary. It's just your everyday back and forth. And Jim and I have known each other since 1994. We're coming up on 30 years of friendship. Yep. So whatever you hear on the air is real. That's awesome. Great job. We love talking to you. Yep. Congratulations. Awesome as always. Thank yep. you so much. Ditto. All right, guys. Talk soon. Yep. Go okay. get him. There you go. The Great Iron Eagle. Up next, Mike Palm, VP, Circa Resort and Casino. He'll join us in studio. They have high liability on the Hurricanes winning the championship. When did that start? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 